this is this is one of those things that it doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, right, left, center, doesn't matter. Everybody should be against this. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth, the show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. This is the David Allen Show, davidallenshow.com, coming to you live from the studio um, and in the same room. <coughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, so you have made... David is here. Yeah. Shockingly, in, yeah. in the land of the free. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> you do, oh, brother, come on. You're that important? Really? I always am. We just start the show. There we go. <laughs> it's the senator. But hang on a second. <laughs> Are you off the grid? Yeah, kind of. You've moved off the grid. Yeah. So was this? Did you get chased away because of the CARES nineteen? Uh, uh not no the uh the uh, what's it called the um, yeah the CARES nineteen app the trace the contact tracing app. So uh, you didn't want any part of that. So you decided to get run away from the Google and the Apple. Um, well, I haven't, I haven't completely yet because I'm out visiting here, and I needed some access to the interwebs. But if the I had goal to. is to remove all yeah. co- uh, connection with the outside world. <laughs> yeah, that I can. There's a couple apps that I have that um, I need to keep on the uh, smartphone, but I won't use it huh. much at all. <clears throat> Uh, this is a day I have no idea of pandemic land here in the U.S. and the world. Let's think. Um, what is it? Is it February? When did they first start shutting down? It would. It was in March. Um, I'm thinking at least in Minnesota. I think it was March 18th or 20, something like that. <clears throat> so it'd be about a month and a half. Well, wasn't it, was it New York that they've already reached 100 days? Yeah, no, it couldn't have been. For shutdown? Mm-hmm. No, it might feel like 100 <laughs> days, but no, it hasn't been 100 mm. days. No. Uh, you've been following the uh, states, they're reopening. They, we have a roadmap uh, to reopen. And nobody's following. <laughs> <laughs> well, but why? It's possible because it's stupid. Well, there's that. It's like the CDC, uh, we have this recommendation, and then they don't follow it anyway. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, in Texas, a salon owner, yeah, uh, she was not going to comply because she claimed she needed to feed her children. Kind of a noble goal. Uh, she was convicted and thrown in jail I don't know if she was thrown but she was probably led led to jail this uh, article out four uh, updated three hours ago Mm -hmm. uh, on the Fox News channel Uh, the Texas Supreme Court on Thursday Mm -hmm. yes today today 
ordered the release of salon owner Shelley Luther, Ooh. who was jailed for opening in violation of the state's rules, as Governor Greg Abbott issued an executive order retroactively eliminating jail time as a consequence for violating the state's coronavirus restrictions. Huh. Uh, shortly after Abbott's announcement, the Supreme Court of Texas ordered Luther's release. She was released from jail Thursday afternoon. Quote from Abbott, throwing Texans in jail who have had their businesses shut down through no fault of their own is nonsensical, and I will not allow it to happen, he said. That is why I am modifying my executive orders to ensure confinement is not a punishment for violating an order. This order is retroactive to April 2, supersedes local orders, and if correctly applied, should free Luther. On Wednesday, Abbott, the state's attorney general, Ken Paxton, and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick called for Luther's release after she was jailed by Dallas County State District Judge Eric Moyer. Obey, slave. Uh, Yeah. The official said he had abused his discretion and emphasized that the woman was keeping her business open in order to feed her family. Uh, quote, as a mother, Miss Luther wanted to feed her children, Paxton said in a letter to the judge asking him to free her. As a small business owner, she wanted to help her employees feed their children. Needless to say, these are laudable goals that warrant the exercise of enforcement discretion. Maybe it would warrant the exercise of not exer- locking people down. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Because <clears throat> that would have eliminated this problem altogether. On Thursday, Paxton praised the governor for ensuring that people would not be jailed for flouting the state's coronavirus restrictions. Quote, I applaud Governor Abbott's decision to ensure that penalties for violating public health orders are reasonable and not excessive. All Texans are trying to get through this crisis together and no one should be put in jail unnecessarily. Uh, Abbott said it was not just that it was not just that as the state was reducing its prison populations because of coronavirus, that it was also throwing entrepreneurs in jail. Quote, it may also ensure that other Texans like Anna Isabel Castro Garcia and Brenda Stephanie Mata, who were arrested in Laredo, should not be subject to confinement, Abbott said. As some county judges advocate for releasing hardened criminals for jail, from jail to prevent the spread of COVID-19, it is absurd to have these business owners yes. take their place. Yes. <laughs> yes. On, on Thursday night, Abbott said on Fox News' Hannity that citizens' liberty needed to be balanced with the need to slow the coronavirus. Now, I think their liberty should, should supersede this. Does it not? Uh, supersede uh, the <clears throat> the need to slow the coronavirus spread. Well, there has to be. You have to have clearly defined goals in what you're Correct. doing. Correct. Yes, and that we don't at, have. At, and we've never had. Another thing I was thinking about this: <clears throat> if a if a state's going to come in and shut down businesses, mm-hmm. I think that if they're going to do that, that for the time that businesses are shut down, there should not be any tax revenue come in and during that time period there should be no tax revenue coming in and no tax revenue that they would collect later so meaning that there's no pen you don't have to pay the government 
you don't have to pay the government. So mm. it costs the government mm-hmm. something oh, it's, to yeah, do this sort totally. of thing. The other thing is they should make it illegal for any um, uh, uh, banks, lending institutions to incur, it while it's shut down, mm-hmm. incur any kind of penalty, period. Okay. The, the, the people should not incur any type of penalty. And if the banks and lending institutions aren't willing to do that, then um, you- Then they get shut down. Then they get shut because down in the, the state. Because if the business gets shut down, then they should have to as well. Exactly. Um, Sounds acro- reasonable. Across the board, uh, uh-huh. in insurance companies, um, they- can't they have to um uh uh cover people who uh during that time period and the people that they're covering shouldn't have to pay any premiums during that time so make it so painful across the board that people have to decide there is so much pain is it it's got to cost something if you're going to do this mm-hmm. If it doesn't cost anything and everybody can and the powers that be and the other large institutions can walk away with unscathed. unscathed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you're saying that it's going to it that the cost of coronavirus is more than the cost that's going to be incurred, okay. Shut shut it down. Okay. That's reasonable. But then everyone has some skin in the game. Exactly. Exactly. Because it, it's, it seems to me that um, <clears throat> if you have a company that isn't, uh, that is shut down, and um, as long as you don't have any bills whatsoever to, to have to deal with right. because of that shutdown, mm-hmm. you have a much better chance of coming back to life when once it opens. Now, there are some businesses that, you know, yeah, there's going to be bankruptcies across the board. I mean, think of travel agencies. <laughs> I mean, you know, there isn't that many <laughs> right. now, um, yeah. but nobody's going to travel. And think of, you know, uh, Airbnbs and mm-hmm. things like that. But, of course, none of that will ever happen because of uh, the narrative that they're continually trying to spread. And the and it's, and it's interesting. I saw an article on um, Zero Hedge. And I saw I saw the title of it. I'd like to read it, but I just never got around to doing it. And it was talking about the how um, the narrative switched from flattening the curve to um, lockdown until there's a vaccine. And that is that has changed. At first, it was we got to flatten the curve so that our hospitals will be able to be prepared for the surge and now there's no longer that's no longer the narrative the narrative is we have to protect everybody Mm -hmm. from potentially getting sick well and if that's the case then people should not be allowed to go outside oh yeah ever yeah because there's a chance of getting sick yeah always and they're just doing that to try to try to transform society and so, so do you you think it's it's a straight ploy to reimagine american society oh to destroy it and change it yeah well absolutely oh no reimagine okay yeah <laughs> um new york is a, a a world unto its own okay 
yesterday. For the first time in 115 years, the New York, they closed the subway system overnight Uh for disinfection. And I'm I'm calling BS on it. Ooh, what? Uh, because uh, there's so much uh, urine and feces from the homeless people, nothing <laughs> could live down there anyways. So, <laughs> at the Stillwell Avenue station in Coney Island, Brooklyn, over a dozen police officers waited on the platform early Wednesday for trains on the F line to arrive. As, oh, can you imagine no. cleaning that? Oh, as one train pulled in at 12.43 a.m., transit agency outreach workers and social workers walked into the cars, cajoling homeless riders to leave their temporary shelter. What does it look like to cajole somebody? I'd like to know. <laughs> look, look that up. Oh, you can't. <laughs> what Cajole. Oh, you can't. Yeah, I can. Cajole. <laughs> C-A-J-O-L. Overhead, an announcement echoed through the vast station. Again? Yeah. Last stop on arriving train. No passengers, please. To persuade by flattery, gentle pleading, or insincere language. Hey, you're looking good there, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) How about walking over this way? (laughs) So it's a lie. Yeah, I guess so. It was, I guess so. It was a moment that New York City's subway had never before experienced. The first planned overnight shutdown since the system opened 115 years ago. But with the city still in the grip of the coronavirus pandemic, the subway will remain closed from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Because they only get four hours for the foreseeable future. Yeah. To provide more time to thoroughly disinfect trains, stations, and equipment. This from the New York Times.com, this story. Hmm. Uh, the shutdown reflects the enormous challenge officials face in, in, in ensuring that the subway is safe enough. Well, hello. <laughs> Sorry. Is safe to enough <laughs> to lure back the leery riders even as the system reels from a deadly outbreak that has ravished New York. Ravaged, sorry, not ravished. Ravaged <laughs> New York. You know, it may be. I guess it's just your Somebody's perspective. Somebody's been reading too many Harlequin no- novels. <laughs> and crippled its public transport system. No other American city in normal times rely, relies as much on public transit and restoring the subway is essential to New York's recovery. Since March, the virus has sent ridership plummeting by more than 90%. Holy cow. It's killed at least 109 transit workers. Does that mean that they're claiming COVID-19 killed them? Yeah, COVID-19 did. Starved the authority of its usual revenue streams and prompted an influx of homeless people seeking refuge on mostly empty trains. Hmm. So maybe this foe, so you're you're calling BS on this might be appropriate, <laughs> for, but just to get the homeless out of there. Yeah, hey, maybe that's oh, the pretext. For, we need to disinfect. Yeah. <laughs> We're in an unprecedented moment in the history of our city. Patrick J. Foy, the chairman of the Metropolitan Transportation Authority, oh. said at a news conference late Tuesday night. D- okay. Now these... You- 
All I mean, there's a continual stream of news conferences. Yes. Does Does anybody follow them they or watch anymore. them anymore? Every if you jump on Facebook at all, there's always one: New yeah. Jersey, New York, the White House, uh, Minnesota, South Stevens Dakota, County. Kentucky. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All of them. Yeah. He said, uh, the reason we're taking this extra, extraordinary, unprecedented action is to protect the safety and the public health of our customers and our employees. Mm. Still, the closing That's leaves nice. an indelible mark on a city long defined by its round-the-clock hustle and unending energy. Ooh. Since the 1880s, New Yorkers have ridden public transit at all hours of the day and night on street trolleys moving underground in 1904 to the city's first subway line connecting Lower Manhattan and Harlem. At that time, the 24-hour service carried crowds of workers from manufacturing plants and port docks who, even in the wee hours, proved lucrative to the private companies that once ran the system. That's what needs to happen. Let's privatize this baby. What would that do with the subway system if it went private? How how would, would they that, do would, that? Would that be akin to like privatizing like First Street? Now, would it be privatizing in the sense that um, a management company would manage everything? It wouldn't be privatized as in somebody buys the. No, I just wonder if it could be privatized like a uh, <clears throat> like a toll road is. I mean, some toll roads are run and owned by the government, but some of them are not, I believe. Well, like in the uh, the the fair city that I'm from originally, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they own the the city owns the hospital. Um, the city owns a golf course. Mm. Well, that golf course is probably not the best example, but the hospital is managed by uh, uh, Sanford. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the employees are not employees, I don't believe, of the city. They're employees of Sanford. I don't think they're Sanford employees. <sighs> I don't believe well i don't know i don't i don't know how it goes anyways um but you know yeah i i don't know the whole ins and outs of of the hospital um but i wonder if if you did something you know had an had a uh, management company mm-hmm that actually did the management, had a budget, whatever, and um, any type of, uh, <clears throat> like, repairs, buying new subway trains, things like that, that's more of a capital thing through the city. But in terms of uh, ensuring that people um, are actually, you know, uh, you know, Getting employed and staffed correctly and everything, and hiring and firing, that's more of the management company. Mm-hmm. So the Washington Times, the Washington Times. The Washington Times? The Washington Times. Had an article in April. The a- Washington Times. <coughs> April, it was the Washington Times, yeah. Uh, the headline is Gates and Fauci, Unelected Destroyers of Freedom. Ooh. Huh. If they had their way, you'd need an immunity card to move about freely. 
boy, you were channeling Jim and Jiminy Glick there. <laughs> Not quite so much. <laughs> Uh, Bill Gates, billionaire philanthropist, philanthropist, and Anthony Fauci, the White House's go-to for shaping the public's response to... Now, this is fascinating language. Shaping the public's response to coronavirus. Shouldn't it be shaping the government's response? I know they claim it's the same, but it isn't. Well, trying to manipulate people ah. to respond a certain way. Propaganda? Yeah. Hmm. Specifically, the powers of influence that have led to the shuttering of businesses, shutting up of citizens in their homes, shutting down of schools around the nation, stalling of the national economy, and of late shaping of messaging that's led to thousands of Americans wearing a stupid face mask everywhere they go. <laughs> Who elected these guys so they could sink so many of America's freedoms? Yes. That's right, no one. So give me your uh, your your take on uh, Gates and on Fauci, and they and and if they should be obeyed. Um, like with when it comes, like we've we've talked about this before. There's a change between when the virus comes in and, and it's it's hitting the, com- the country and the information you have at that time mm-hmm. versus later on the information and it's it seems like they it's been um a greater and greater scare tactics as you go on mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the problem the problem with Trump or, and it would be anybody. I mean, it literally would be anybody, mm-hmm. unless the person who's in charge uh, formerly was an epidemiologist and then became president. Okay. Um, because they're not an expert. And even if they're a doctor, they're not necessarily an expert, but they're much closer to being an expert. Mm-hmm. You can only rely upon um, the people that tell you stuff, your advisors. And the advisors you're going to rely upon are going to be the ones that are the head of different agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to hear all this stuff from these different agencies, and you know Trump's not a doctor. Uh, he might think so. Oh well, probably. He'll probably tell you it's yeah. the best ever. Yeah. yeah, I didn't need to go. To, I didn't didn't need to go to medical school. No, no. <laughs> I did, I just know it. It's intuition. Yep. So these things are just popping just like that. <laughs> the pro- I think the the problem is is that the minute that Fauci or Bill Gates or whoever starts talking about it, if you don't if you don't vet them beforehand mm-hmm. from uh people that know what's going on, mm-hmm. um they're going to be the the, the face of whatever message and at that point, um, if you go against them and you're not an expert and everybody believes that they are the expert, you're going to lose. And that's because you set them up to be the expert. Yeah. You you propped them up to be that guy, so you can't then unprop refute them. them. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. Unless there was, you know, 
look at Fauci. He went to uh, Epstein's Island, you know, 12 times more than, you know, Bill Clinton. But, but know, it doesn't matter because he was just there to check up on the health of everyone. Uh, it's uh, fine. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he was he was checking up on all the 13-year-old girls just to make sure that, uh, you know. This is unsubstantiated, by the way. And this is merely spitballing. Um these are are speculations. There's no hard evidence here, so we're not trying to imply anything. We're not implicating anyone in any crime. And we didn't want to kill ourselves. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I don't. I don't think Fauci even visited the island. But my my point is, unless something came out that said something that he did something egregious, you know, he's going to be the face of it. And do, it, do, do you think all, all of this this alternative press that's out there that keeps getting removed and banned from all these social platforms, uh, talking about him and some of the nefarious dealings and, yeah. uh, you know, he didn't want certain people saying things about the research and such, uh, is that going to stick or is, is the media too far bought in to the official narrative that they're just going to do everything they can to uh, water off a duck's back? Oh yeah, no. All they're going to do is um, do the thing that uh, the uh, <clears throat> their uh, propaganda masters mm-hmm. from the CIA taught them is just say <laughs> the two words that makes everything bad go away: conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Who came up with? Was the CIA that came up with that? Yeah, that in the fifties, I th- yeah. I read, and that was to uh, delegitimize people questioning them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're just conspiracy theorists. That's right. Mm, it's ridiculous. So at this point, it is what it is. Um, you know, what does that mean? It is what it is. It's not going to change. Ah, okay. <clears throat> and uh, the vast majority of the journalists are left-wing ideologues. Um, so they they want what's going on. You, know. you you think it's because they want the 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 socialized communist? Well, there's that. Thing? There's also the worse this thing they, is, they just want Trump out. Yeah, the worse this gets, the more. Like, um, <laughs> I was, I think you probably were as well, uh, listening to the No Agenda show, mm-hmm. and they were interviewing that uh, that lady who. Uh, uh, Tara, Tara Reed. Yeah, mm, Bi- Biden's accuser. Yeah, Biden's accuser. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember who it was was interviewing the neighbor that she told her about Biden back in the yep. late nineties. And this this person um, is said they're still going to vote for Biden. Yeah, I'm still a Biden supporter. Yeah. Because he's not as bad not of a as rapist than a not, non-rapist. Nice, nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if people are like that who have uh, skin in the game mm-hmm. and and they're still willing to support this person over Trump, that level of hatred, it, it there's nothing you can say. There is absolutely nothing. Is that cognitive dissonance you, technically at that point? Um. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, to have two opposite viewpoints in the head at the same time. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or or it's and and it's it's amazing. I know um 
I have some nieces and nephews same way. I mean, it, it's it's amazing if if NBC or MSNBC or or CNN says something, it's that's the way it is, mm-hmm. and there is no thought put. I mean, it is it is lapped up, and they just cling to it and like it. So, <clears throat> you know. It is odd. But there's so many. I mean, there's such a high percentage, relative high high percentage of people that are that are like that, mm-hmm. that refuse to question it. And the other thing, it's just so strange to me. If somebody lies to you one time, why do you listen to them continuously? Because it might not, it might not happen again. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, uh, fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice. <laughs> Three times, four <laughs> Whatever, times, yeah. five times. Uh, this from your governor. He's not my governor. <laughs> Hashtag. Oh, so uh, so here, there's a new campaign uh, that could be beginning soon in your state. Uh, one, one term walls, everybody. Ooh, one term walls. <laughs> it's we, not going to happen. We we might be in. Well, that. maybe it will. We we might be working on that campaign. <laughs> Secretly behind the scenes, Shh. Uh, ensuring. Uh, I suppose one minute ago, one minute, ding ding, one minute ago on the face bag. Uh, the Governor Tim Walls of the great state of uh, Communist Minnesota. Ensuring we are in a strong position to care for our most vulnerable populations is a top priority. Mm-hmm. Today, we announced a five-point battle plan to keep this virus at bay in our long-term facilities. What do you think they're going to do? There's five points here. It's a battle plan. We're going to war. We're going to war with the old people's homes. Yeah. Uh, euthanasia. Oh, that's not on the list. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I got it. Wrong. Uh, yeah, let's have it. Soy and green. You know, you, you kill <laughs> you know, all the old people, if, and then that also will deal with the meat um, uh, <laughs> shortage. <laughs> oh, man, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. Uh, expand testing for residents and workers because we know that works so well. Create strike teams to provide uh, You're testing gonna support. You're going to hit old people? <laughs> strike teams, What is yeah. wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, th- this is their attempt to try to get the uh, the pitchers from baseball okay. that can't play involved. Well, no, st- a strike team <laughs> is a group of surgical of I, experts I, elite, that going... Um, killing people, right? Well... Come on. It's a battle plan. Battle, battle plan. I got to read this battle. It was uh, uh, on face, face bag. Yeah. Okay, let me see here. Uh, then the next, provide additional per... Uh, PP, Was it under Tim PP? Walls? Yeah, gov- Governor Tim Walls. Okay, well, I don't have to... And, and, and it's neat because he's used emojis, so he's really getting hip with it. Yeah. So it's just a short post with don't emojis. Don't look at him. Mm-hmm. It'll hypnotize Ensure you. adequate staffing levels... Oh, really? At all facilities, Boy, all that, of them. That's crazy. Who would have thought that you should have adequate staffing at a nursing home? You know, it's it's craziness. And they're going to partner with local public health to coordinate the support. Okay. How how is this anything new, other than maybe expanding testing uh, and creating a strike force? Expand testing for create strike teams to provide. <laughs> 
testing support. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> strike teams. That's probably the wrong strike team, but hey. Provide additional protect, personal protective equipment. PPE. PPE. Sure, adequate staffing levels and all. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's his plan? Yeah. No, no. Okay. That's the five-point battle plan. Okay. <clears throat> huh. <clears throat> Do, 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 do. All right. <laughs> Here we go. This from Al Jazeera. Two days ago, May 5. How many? Two. Two. Two, 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 two. Tanzania. Woo! <clears throat> Tanzania has suspended the head of its national health laboratory in charge of coronavirus testing a day after President John Mugufuli questioned the accuracy of the tests. Oh, Mugufuli, who has consistently downplayed the effect of the virus, said on Sunday he had secretly had animals, fruits, and vehicle oil tested at the laboratory. A papaya, a quail, and a goat had been found to be positive, according to the president. He cast... He cast doubt on the credibility of laboratory equipment and technicians and questioned official data on the pandemic. The president called for an investigation in what he suspected is a dirty game in the laboratory, uh, but did not say where the kits had been imported from. Quote, the equipment for people may be compromised or the equipment or people may be compromised and sometimes it can be sabotage. Mugufuli said in a speech broadcast live through state-run Tanzania Broadcasting okay, Company. Okay, I got a question. They tested papayas? <laughs> yes, so... <clears throat> um, apparently, what had happened... Somebody licked a papaya? <laughs> no. I mean, did they break it open and then test the pulp or something? Um... Apparently, because he was questioning that, he had people test, submit tests that were taken from, uh, with swabs, apparently, from people, from animals, and from fruit, and motor oil, apparently. And apparently, they labeled them human names. And that went through the lab, the testing, and things that came back positive for corona were a papaya, a quail, and a goat in, a, in addition to oh, some humans. Oh, okay. And so the whole point was to throw <laughs> off. To, 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 okay. I was, I was like, <laughs> we found out that albinos are the cure for COVID-19. <clears throat> <laughs> nice. Oh wow, uh, but, that's funny though. Well, it I mean, is because it it potentially <laughs> now who knows? Maybe this guy is playing the whole game and he wants everything gone. Who is and this, Mister Papaya? Tested. <clears throat> In neighboring Kenya, a Senate body sought an explanation from the health ministry over the circumstances leading to the demotion of the head of the Rapid Response and Team Director in charge of the Center for Virus Research at the state-run Kenya Medical Research Institute. In relation to the above, the committee observes that the timing of the dismissal is wrong as it is likely to have a significant effect, effect on the morale and motivation of the various staff that were working under him. 
Meanwhile, after African countries have ordered a herbal tonic from Madagascar touted as a cure for COVID-19, even though the World Health Organization, the WHO, not the band, has dismissed such claims and warned its effects have not been proven or even tested by scientists. Hmm. So across the world, in Africa, they are questioning this at the highest levels of their government. Now, I'm presuming the highest levels of their government are fairly corrupt. And so, so I don't know what to believe about that, but it's a fun story. Yeah. Yep. It would be phenomenal to try that here. <laughs> if you could swab a bunch of weird things and see what comes back. Positive. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <clears throat> you would think that if you did, took a swab of, if you took the swab of the inside of a papaya, not the outside, because somebody who had handled it, who had COVID-19, you could potentially get some virus. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? So do it in a way that there's no possible mm-hmm. way that you could. Mm-hmm. That, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Or when they go reach in to poke that thing down your nose or whatever they do, just quick jump up the papaya. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Have them stick it in there. <clears throat> this... Uh, our state, our, our county, the county we're in, holy cow, just has the two confirms yesterday. Oh, oh, panic mode. One of the two confirmed in the county that I used to reside in mm-hmm. was a false positive. Uh, how do you know this? Well, for one thing, <laughs> the person, uh, the, the, uh, the assisted living. Yes. That was listed on the state of Minnesota uh, Department of Health website as one mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. congregate care facilities that were affected mm-hmm. is no longer on that list. <clears throat> so they took it. They took it off the list. And, and because, had it been like, and that's just not just a recovered. That's actually a, means it didn't happen. Yes. Boy, how do they recover from that? That caused a whole lot of panic over there. Oh yeah. Well, see, and I yesterday I was had a conversation about that because they made a big to do mm-hmm. on the interweb about this person going home with the permission of uh, the patient. They we're going to video them leaving because they're symptom free. Woo! Symptom free. Yeah. Well, what had happened is apparently they're so cry they defeated the unseen enemy right. in hand-to-hand combat, and they won. And they didn't even have the strike force. Um, Sorry, interrupting <laughs> you. They, uh, they, he, he apparently this gentleman moved in, and if you, uh, well, yeah, moved into the assisted living. Presumed gentleman. You don't know how gentle he is. Ah, fair. Uh, alleged gentleman. <laughs> he. Uh, Apparently, the rule protocol is they uh, they test them all. Yeah. When you come in. Holy cow. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Positive. Uh-huh. No asymptomatic. Nothing. Positive uh-huh. for COVID. So, they thought the best thing to do would be to isolate him in the hospital. So, they moved him to the hospital, isolated him mm-hmm. for two weeks, mm-hmm. and they decided to let him out mm-hmm. and home free because... 
they had tested him multiple times after that, and it was positive or negative. <laughs> so, uh-huh. the, in my, my first thought is what you just apparently proved. Yeah. That it was not a positive to begin with. Right. How in the world can we trust any of this? Exactly. Especially if there are no... Like, here's here's the other thing. Um, it In California, where was it? In San Francisco, they did a big test of antibodies, and they found a bunch of people with antibodies. L.A. In L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yep. So they're saying that the that the virus is much less uh, dangerous because there's so many more people that yeah, that have got that apparently have the antibodies. Correct. Okay. Yep. Now the minute people have these tests, ha- have they definitively shown that these tests are accurate? Have they tested these people and then tested them again later? To determine mm, that it's been if accurate. it actually is, and is it sensitive such that it is recognizing maybe a cold virus that they had versus the actual COVID nineteen virus? <clears throat> because there's a lot of people that have had, and uh, you know, uh, false negatives or false positives. Mm-hmm. Um. So again, it all goes. It all goes back to this. Everybody is shouting different things at a different time. So there's a complete fog of war. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to believe. You don't know where to go. You hear one thing, and then you hear something uh, different. You see some numbers of deaths you know, are, have exploded, and then uh, some they've taken away. Um, you don't know what to think. Mm-hmm. So are, are we going to shut down the entire country... Based upon what we don't completely know. I, I got a, a message from the peanut gallery. Yeah. Just a little bit ago. <clears throat> the question was, how many lives have been saved due to COVID mitigation? Um. So you mean like people staying home? Like people not dying in car accidents because they're not on the road? <laughs> Then how many lives have been lost due to COVID mitigation? Um, number of people who haven't gone in to get cancer tests <laughs> and then they die of cancer Perhaps. because they catch it. Or they shot themselves because they were depressed or they shot someone else or they you know, choked out their 12-year-old because they can't actually be a parent with them all the time or they beat up their spouse and they died or... Yes. So that all those examples of yours have to do with violence. <laughs> um, so it seems to me that um, if a different trigger event happened, I mean, if you were so inclined to, to beat up your wife or shoot your wife or shoot a neighbor because you got frustrated because you're home, it seems like you're a walking time bomb and something else would set you off eventually at a different... Yeah, <clears throat> but but it's exacerbated by the mandate to not go anywhere. But you could be exasperated because your wife said something that you didn't like. Well, of course. Okay. But but that's not a government-forced situation. No, that's just your wife uh, pushing you to the edge, so you have to give her a fresh one. Is that what you're... (laughs) Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yes, that's exactly right. (laughs) 
All right, let's talk about masks for a minute. Uh huh. This from a local doctor. Speaking of masks, I just a Catholic mass? What? No, I read a book on Area Fifty One <laughs> no. by Ann Jacobson. Okay, it was very good, very well written. And the CIA, they would test this one plane in the same area that like Air Force pilots would train, mm-hmm. and periodically they would fly by this plane that they're not supposed to see and tell people about it. So what they did is uh, the pilot, one of the pilots of the plane got a gorilla mask and would wear the gorilla mask as he's flying it around. So when people, uh, the first person that, the first uh, trainer or Mm -hmm. uh, Air Force person who was training to fly um, a fighter, flew by, looked into the cockpit, saw this guy with a gorilla mask, landed, was telling people, I saw this plane, and a gorilla was flying it, and immediately (laughs) uh, they decided that he was crazy and not to listen to anything he said. So anyways. interesting. (laughs) So uh, I wonder. They call him Bob Lazar? (laughs) Yes. I I wonder how many times the CIA does that sort of stuff Mm. to make people seem crazy when they actually weren't. Anyways. About mass. Let's continue on. That was your ADD moment for their, you know, segment. Um, this from the doctor local. Hmm? This from a doctor that's local to- Oh, the doctor local. The, the, I thought the, you the said- The local doctor. Okay, the local doctor. A local doctor. A. A. Not, not in this town. Not the? Not in this okay. town. Okay. But close. Okay. Masking. This is a face bag post, personal face bag post. One. It is a recommendation to wear a mask when you cannot ensure that you will be at least six feet away from other people in public. Number two, it is to help reduce the transmission of this virus. And I want you to fact check this as we go through. Number three, Mm -hmm. it is to protect other people from you in the event that you have ever or have either asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic COVID. Okay. Are those not the same thing? No, not necessarily. Oh come on! Because <clears throat> asymptomatic, you could uh, would imply that you have the a viral presence, like if you're coughing and everything else, but you don't get sick. Pre-symptomatic would mean it's before you get sick. Whereas asymptomatic would imply that you're not going to get sick. Pre-symptomatic would imply that you are going to get sick. Which makes, which would be the reason that they're not the same, I would think. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. Seems ludicrous. (laughs) No, that's the crappiest fact check ever. Number four. It is not logical to think that masking will completely prevent this. This purpose is to reduce the spread. It is not 100%. That doesn't mean it doesn't work. Number five. Uh, She should have. Uh, I'm I'm assuming it's a she, because um, the hospital. Uh, or he. Well, it could be he, could but be. The, the closest hospital has majority are female <laughs> this is doctors. True. This is true. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, he, she should have said help rather than work. This could help, not. It doesn't mean that it doesn't. Doesn't mean work. it doesn't help. Yeah. Five. It is one. Of the many recommendations to decrease the spread. Is it like butter? 
Yeah. Can't believe. Six. There are minimal downsides to wearing a mask. I.e. the benefits outweigh the risk. It's like a vaccine. Just shut up and take it. What are the risks of wearing a mask? Um, I guess. Seven. Okay. It is something you can each do to be responsible from a public health standpoint. Eight. It is not being forced on you. You get to choose whether you put a mask on your face. But you better do it. Well, I, Number nine. I, I, don't, I don't understand that one. <laughs> that seems kind of incongruent to the rest of the thought. Right. right. Number nine. You also get to choose whether you see this as a violation of your liberty or whether you see this as something you can do to be a part of the solution. Yeah, that follows with eight. I don't get how, why. Number 10. As far as I know, no one has died from wearing a mask. There are potential deaths from not wearing masks. Okay. 11. Well, there's more. It is the right thing to do. 12. So they're throwing morals in. Ah, oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Number 12. It shouldn't be this much of an issue. Then why make the post? Yeah. Yeah, somebody has a vested interest in it, and this is a little bit too much emotion. Yep. Now, I presumably read it differently than it was written. There's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. A chance. Ugh, I don't know. I am sick and tired of it. I I'm I'm sick and tired of it. I don't I don't like posts like that. Um like they had a I, I saw a post some uh nurse was oh I know what it was. She was talking about um, wearing gloves mm. and how it doesn't work, mm. and she um she put on gloves and then she would touch touch her face, and it was it was like a complete and total nag session, <clears throat> and it got posted on Facebook and people would say stuff, and it irritated me even though I agreed with the premise, it irritated me because you you do not change opinion by talking down on people you don't change opinion by saying things that are insulting or to make a person feel bad just for the sake of feeling bad if you know if if somebody doesn't get it at this point do you really think that a snide comment's going to change <laughs> and same thing with politics and everything mm-hmm. well you have you hold that view with the right you don't like them Traipsing about with guns on their hips? No, I don't. <clears throat> I mean, I, <clears throat> um, I think they should be waving them in the air. Um, <laughs> nice shooting, <laughs> shooting in the air, just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a cowboy, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, that that stuff kind of irritates me. When I see stuff like that, because this is the same person, the same person 
that posted the comic probably a year ago that was uh, a doctor behind a desk talking to a parent and the parent was um, questioning the vaccinations that the doctor wanted to shove in the child. Ah. And the comment, well, the, the, the comic ended with the doctor standing up and physically whacking the parent on the head and say, hurts. The, the sentiment was, take the shot or else it's going to keep hurting. Ah. So the theory, the, the message was the doctor should be obeyed at all costs. You do what they say or they're going to physically hurt you. And the comment from the doctor that we just read from was, ha ha, too good not to share. <laughs> so cute. Oh, so the doctor didn't write that. No, the, the doctor, doctor f- shared it with okay. comment. Okay. With positive comment. Yeah. And that, to me, discredits that person. Yeah, exactly. A- as an authority. Yeah, exactly. It's one thing to believe in vaccines and to encourage your people and educate your your patients on them. But yep. to imply that we will abuse you if yep. you don't want to comply with us, that is that should be criminal. I I also think that if you're if you're a physician, mm-hmm. you should stay off Facebook. Ooh. Unless but what if you're people giving are, but what strict. if people are begging you to comment? We need you to say, help us learn how to wear a mask. What if it's that? If it's that, then um you give an educational thing, but no forwarding things, nothing funny. Hmm. No, Not, it's just straight content directly from you. Yep, directly from you. Because the, the problem is, and, you know, I have the same opinion when it comes to uh, celebrities, comics, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're in a position, um, like if you're a comedian or if you're an actor or actress, why... <coughs> You're shooting yourself in the foot if you uh, go hard against, uh, like, a a politician or whatever, because there is a significant number of people that have the opposite viewpoint Mm -hmm. about it. And if you come down hard on something, people aren't going to listen to you anymore. So if you're a doctor, one of the things that you want is you want to have a positive influence in people's lives. So you, everyone will listen to yeah, you. Yeah, so people, so if you have something to say, it's something good to hear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and by doing that, um, you say something else, mm-hmm. people are it are, are going to diminish the impact that you're going to have uh, in your community. So it's foolishness. The person obviously is a smart person, otherwise they wouldn't have... Uh, gotten through medical school, but they're a fool mm-hmm. for uh, allowing uh, doing Facebook posts on things like that. <clears throat> I'll get behind that. I've chosen not to do Facebook posts on this stuff. Yeah, I don't. I stop posting basically yeah. anything. Yeah, I, I, I rarely comment. I also have it so that um, only my friends can see any That's posts. why I can't see anything you do. <laughs> I knew it! Uh. <laughs> Um, moving away from COVID-19 for a while, maybe for good. Oh, any luck. 
Uh, one hour ago, this story was published. So this is this is hot off the presses. Breaking Holy cow! President Trump has Donald? praised his former national security advisor Michael Flynn. Ooh, yeah! And tore into the administration of former President Barack Barry Obama. Isn't on, that crazy? On Thursday, after learning that the Justice Department had dropped its case against Flynn. Quote, he was an innocent man, Trump said of Flynn during a meeting at the White House with Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Now, in my book, he's an even greater warrior. The Justice Department's move to drop its case comes shortly after internal memos were released that raised serious questions about the nature of the investigation that led to the retired Army Lieutenant General's 2017 guilty plea for lying to the FBI. That doesn't raise serious question. That... That <laughs> it debunks. Proves. It absolutely does. Yeah, a serious question. Uh, those documents showed how agents discussed their motivations for interviewing him in the Russia probe, questioning whether they wanted to quote get him to lie, so he'd be fired or prosecuted, or get him to admit wrongdoing. Flynn allies howled over the revelations, arguing that he was essentially set up in a perjury trap. What do they call that? Entrapment. Yeah. Which is illegal, correct? Uh, I think it depends. No, if the if the FBI does it, it's fine. Well, I mean, law enforcement can lie to you in order to to get a confession. To, get, to what? Yeah, they can lie to you to get you to confess. They can't promise you immunity without doing it, though, can they? Or can they lie in that case as well? Well, the, the, okay, you and another guy get arrested. They go to interview. They put one in one room. Mm-hmm. You in the other. Detective comes in. Yeah, and old says, Bob said you were over there with him. Yep, Bob said this is what Bob said. Bob said you're the one who killed him. He that said is he legal? tried to stop. That is you. absolutely legal. Absolutely legal for them to lie, and then you go, "What? I didn't do that." Um, well, if you don't work with us, you're going to get all the blame. <clears throat> That's you know. coercion, isn't it? Uh. Well, uh, the Supreme Court doesn't see that. Bullcrap. Really? The problem- Fire them. The The problem is, is that, first of all, if you are brought in to be interrogated about anything, um, you shouldn't say anything unless an att- don't your attorney- Don't talk to was, anyone. Yeah. Don't ever. That's, it's ridiculous. And it doesn't, it doesn't, across the board, every attorney will tell you that. And if you're an honest cop, you will, you will say the same. Don't talk to police because ever nothing nothing that you say will help you <laughs> and everything I'm, will be used against and you and it could be used against ah, you oh gotcha because if if you ad, in the process of talking admit that maybe you were in that mm. area or admit that you didn't like this person mm-hmm. okay you were in the area Probable and you had cause. motive yep. so and um you have tons of uh uh you know, district attorneys and whatnot, that their concern isn't about what's true. It's about getting a mm-hmm. conviction or whatever. So, <clears throat> the uh, Flynn in January moved to withdraw his guilty plea for lying to the FBI in the Russia probe, citing bad faith by the government. Mm-hmm. That court filing came just days after the Justice Department reversed course to recommend up to six months of prison in his case. I had heard. Somebody somebody mentioned, and I don't know if this is absolutely true, that they were threatening to go after Flynn's 
children or a son or you mean something. before before oh, yeah and that's what coerced them to make a guilty plea mm-hmm. you know we know johnny and Susie. they really like their teacher mrs smith it'd be a shame for them not to be able to see her again yeah yeah that nanny you have in your house so does this do anything uh for the, the process and the system that we have in the covert law enforcement agencies. Um, what, what do you mean? Well, is this going to make any difference with the way the FBI and CIA yeah. and all these dark... Because it's all political. Th- this is So they're not going to change their methods <clears throat> at all because of this. They just won't write it down next time. Yeah, probably. Probably. The, the biggest thing, though, is that... Um, Republicans had better not be hypocrites oh. and allow this to happen to mm-hmm. their uh, to somebody that they're against in mm-hmm. the future. This is this is one of those things that it doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, right, left, center. It doesn't matter. Everybody should be against this. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump's a president or you know Joseph Stalin was president. It shouldn't matter. This this. This is the uh, foundational thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, of hypocrites, <clears throat> here we go. I'm about to break it down. Wiki, wiki. Here we go. Uh, AOC of the week, everyone. This today, one more, uh, one more reason that we like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez here on the David Allen Show. Uh, AOC. This headline from uh, 54 minutes ago. AOC says that Tara Reid's claims against Biden are not clear cut. Hmm. Which I've heard them. I've heard the recording. Pretty clear cut. Pretty straight up, what happened? Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat, New York. This from the Fox News Channel. Argued during an interview Thursday that Tara Reid's sex assault allegations against Joe Biden are, quote, not clear cut, but acknowledged that she believes something happened. There have been investigative journalists that have corroborated certain aspects of her account, that is undeniable and have raised questions about other aspects of her account. It certainly seems as though something was has happened. I'm not sure. Frankly, this is a messy moment. And I think we need to acknowledge that that is not clear cut. Last week, Biden finally broke his silence about the 1993 allegations made by Reed, telling MSNBC the alleged sexual harassment and assault, quote, never happened. Ocasio-Cortez was asked Thursday how Reed's allegations affect the lawmakers' thinking regarding whether or not to support Biden, the presumptive Democratic nominee in the general election. Quote, I think that there is an impact here for survivors, and I think it's very important to speak about what this moment means for survivors across the country, she said. She added, I think a lot were a lot are watching how our leadership and our culture and our media respond to this, and I don't think the response overall has been sufficient. It is very difficult because this is in a hyper politicized zone, right? 
Instead of focusing on her account, instead of focusing on her story as a survivor, people are fast-forwarding to the political implications. Do you want Trump to win? Will you be voting for Joe Biden? And that denies justice in this situation. When asked what she considers due process regarding the allegations, the congresswoman pointed to the aims that the survivor is asking for. While a lot of folks, again, are trying to jump to the political implications, she has never explicitly said don't support Joe Biden. She hasn't explicitly said anything in terms of a political remedy that she wants. If anything, it simply sounds like she wants to be heard. And yeah, elect him. Elect the guy who fondled me. Uninvited. You know, it... What they need to do is um, just keep that, Republicans, just keep that in your pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then anytime something comes up, play it. Yep, yep. play it. Mm-hmm. Did you say mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. How is this any different than this? Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. So that's AOC, but the uh, hypocritical side of it that I want, was am intrigued with. That, that wasn't? Well... <laughs> But wait, there's more. But wait. This story from May 4th, 2020, a couple days ago. Yeah. But Star Wars the... Day, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the U.S. Oh. Senate. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> May 4th. <laughs> yes, yeah, so good. Um, The U.S. Senate has rejected a request from Joe Biden to search for and release any records of a 1993 complaint against him with from an aide who was accused him uh who has accused him of sexual assault. They refused to search? Yeah. <clears throat> Why? And to search for and release any records. The former vice president gave his first TV interview on the matter on Friday, flatly denying former aide Tara Reid's allegation that when he was a senator from Delaware he pushed her up against the wall. And according to Amy Goodman on Democracy Now!, he digitally assaulted her or penetrated her. Yeah. Digitally. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice of words. In Better than analog. In, in, in but... today's culture. Yeah. I, I mean, is she such a Luddite that that is not, like, that is the choice of words she used? Uh, what do you so. do? Like, take a cell up. I, I got my smartphone. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. I know what she's trying to say. Biden also wrote to Julie Adams, the secretary of the Senate, requesting that she locate and make public any paper trail relating to a complaint Reid says she made to the Senate personnel office. But on Monday, the secretary said the Senate legal counsel had reviewed relevant laws and based on strict confidentiality requirements, advised that, quote, the secretary has no discretion to disclose any such information as requested in Vice President Biden's letter of 1 May. The Biden campaign responded with three questions. Can the Senate disclose whether the records exist? Is there anyone to whom the records could be lawfully disclosed? And can the Senate release any procedures used by the office that would have overseen a sexual harassment complaint in the 90s? Is the issue... Um, he can't ask for it because it was about him? Or is it... It's possible. But then then she could. I that presume would she could. But, you know, I also... Unless... <clears throat> yep. 
she was paid off to shut up because th- that came out, what, a couple of years ago, that they have a whole slush fund that the government funds to pay off and keep quiet assault allegations against Congress people. Mm-hmm. Or here, here's here's the, the, the side, the conspiracy side of me, which is growing by the day. Um, they don't want that out there because if they allow Biden, who more than likely has scrubbed that from the record because he is an entrenched politician. How many other people would be vulnerable? Hello. Yeah. And how many yeah. Republicans, How all of, yeah. them, maybe not all of them, True. lots of them. True. Absolutely. They're, they will dig up. The, the bones they will find yeah. will be massive. Yeah. And so how do we keep those safe? This, to me, is another... Um, I completely agree. It has to be what yeah. it is. Yep. Otherwise, Mitch McConnell would be jumping up and down to me. He would change the rules to get it out there. Oh, yeah. He would have to, but no. Oh, yeah. It's going to open up doors on whoever else on both sides of the aisle and it's and it's this has this hasn't and it won't uh derail biden biden something else might derail. well but it. see they're they're trying to treat him like trump because trump proved that no matter what he did or what he said people would still vote for him and they're banking on biden doing the same thing Oh, it's fine. Yeah. It'll be Trump. No, no one cared about Trump, but grabbing girls by the whatever. But so it's fine. The problem is Trump just talked big. Apparently, this and, lady is claiming straight up violation. And he, I mean, it, it sounds like he also paid them off before the act was done. Mm-hmm. Meaning Trump prostitution. <laughs> um. So you have two parties that yeah. both consented to the correct. Yeah. Whether whether it's morally correct or not is not the question. Yeah. Now, without a shadow of a doubt, I don't believe that um, Donald Trump is um, morally should be the leader of our nation. I mean, I personally. Don't, well, you've said don't that like from day one. Him. Yeah, I don't like him at all. I don't. But that being said, he is he is the bull that goes into the china shop and is knocking stuff down. The only problem is, is if you let a bull go in a china china shop, <laughs> he will destroy going, everything. Yeah, he's not just going to destroy yeah. the dishes you don't like. Yep. So, <clears throat> so I find that fascinating that the senate has decided not to release and for whatever reason maybe it's a legitimate rule that they have in place but yeah i don't think so uh, and they're the senate change the rules (laughs) right if you didn't like you don't like the rules change them yeah you can although that sets a bad precedent so (laughs) only the democrats get to do that oh okay um. Apparently, the uh, back, back backtracking slightly to the uh, Dallas salon owner Shelley Luther. Huh. Um, she was fined seven thousand dollars. Ooh, but then, how much has she made? <laughs> uh, at the time of this writing, so this story, uh, May six. This was yesterday. Um. It says, so uh, one day ago, 24 hours ago, 
The GoFundMe page has received more than $336,000. Will she be able to feed her family with that? (laughs) Yes. I hope so. Huh. Hmm. I hate that term. Every time, it it, it makes it sound like... uh, What term? Or some kind of agricultural uh, community and or a hunter-gatherer community. I got to feed my family. (laughs) I just hate that term. Why? (laughs) Because it sounds like you are actually going out to make food. My children are going to starve to death (laughs) if I don't cut hair. You know. You don't. (laughs) It's the principle more than anything, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But. You're just a hater. I am. I am. So, Jim, when did you start hating people? Um, it's Jiminy Glick. <laughs> Jiminy. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. How long are we going to be before uh, this thing is gone? Or, or is it not gone? I know we talk about this about every show. We bring this up. Oh, the COVID yeah, thing? Yeah. Is, is, this, is, this, uh, is this, I hate this, I hate this one. Is this our new normal? Yeah. Absolutely. But what does that look like? Masks everywhere in public? Well, I, you know what? I, I had heard, uh, or some somebody brought this up, and it totally made sense. I, I remember flying before 911, and then What's after. What's your emergency? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it changed. Now, the way, I mean, you can't go to the gate. Mm-hmm. You can't. There's so many things that you can't mm-hmm. do that you used to be able to do. And um, so there's going to be an absolutely new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, until they get what they call a vaccine <laughs> or or some other treatment other than the hydrochloroquine. That's Hydroxy. Po- They're not going to do that because that's Renvisidir. Rendisivir yeah. is the one now. Uh, yeah. Because that's more expensive. And Fauci needs to feed his family. Ah, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, um, so much. Uh, but anyways, um, until that happens, uh, you know, my wife works in an uh, assisted living mm-hmm. facility. Mm-hmm. You know they're confined to their rooms. Um, they they don't the, get... the the inmates of that prison are yeah yeah. So th- that's what they've effectively done. Yeah, is and it's going them. To, it's going to be that way. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe during the summer when when it starts to slow down, they might let them out again but mm-hmm. then the minute it starts back up it's going to be the same thing people are going to wear masks now maybe they won't do as much during the summer and um in a more rural communities it i don't think it'll change much but who's going to go on a cruise well especially this is going that on? right well what cruise is going to be able to open up i mean really because even if they made the decision as a company. You know what? It's safe enough, blah, blah, we're going to do it. They will get destroyed in the media and in the social, the social medias for sure. I know. Um, and and that's the the other thing is the absolute financial devastation. We're going to, we're going to be hitting a new... Uh, uh, depression. This is going to lead to a depression. And and but this is going to be the the direct result of people not being able to exist the way they did before, correct? Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not not because people are going to be getting sick. No, 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 no. No. 
It's going to be the fear. It's going to be uh, the number of businesses that are going to go under. How many, um, uh, how many restaurants? I'm not talking fast food, but actual restaurants mm-hmm. or bars or gyms are going to go under. Um, you know, uh, the forecast for automobiles um, is going is going from uh, 16.3 in April. It went from 16.3 million down to um, 12.3 million in one Four month. Four million cars less in one month sold. Yeah, in one month. Um, Are we looking at another auto bailout? They're going to have to do something. Well, look at I mean, air traffic's down 90 percent. Yeah, and that's who's who's gonna who's gonna fly to Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, you're in an airplane for eight hours with other people. Somebody coughs next to you? Are you? Well, okay, here's what I want to know. What is the science behind six feet? Six feet. Oh, because it, there is, is none. But isn't there a whole bunch of, of data out there that says six feet actually isn't enough? Yeah, it's like 13 yeah. feet or whatever. Because if I sneeze, it's going to get there. Yeah. It's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. So six feet is, is a ruse. Yeah. It's a uh, an inaccurate I, safety net. This is what I cushion. I think probably one of the reasons why they did it, and I could be wrong, but and or, that well, is if they if they said uh, fifteen feet, mm-hmm. people would be like, "Are you kidding me?" So this is just to get the slaves to comply, just to get them so apart from each here, other. Yeah, and then the next step, you know, we found it's got to be ten, ten, ten. Yeah, you know, it's only four more. You've already done six. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I don't get is enforcement. What's the enforcement? New Jersey, cops are beating people with batons and pepper spraying them for being too close. I know. This is not America. Right. Right. But, the, uh, uh, our, but, but, uh, but on the other hand, there are so many people that are okay with the direction that this is going. This is just ripping off the facade that was there. So, the local athletic club, the community athletic facility in this town, mm-hmm. four hours ago on the face bag. And again, keeping in mind, this is May 7. Mm-hmm. Sunday is Mother's Day, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this local facility will reopen Monday, May 11. Hours are 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, closed Saturday and Sunday. To oh, clean? Open areas include the wellness room. I think that's like their um, treadmill room. The weight room. The walking track. The lap pool, three lanes, three lap lanes in the pool. Hot tub limit to three individuals. Uh, The gymnasium is closed. The locker rooms are closed. The multi-purpose room set up with additional cardio equipment. It is limited to members only, and I read that the way it was written. Social distancing will be monitored. What does that mean? Are they going to have the cops wandering through to to whack you in the leg if you get too close? No, they just say you have to leave, and if you don't, then you're trespassing. No 14 allowed unless directly supervised by the parent. Deep cleaning periods will be scheduled during each day between 10 and 11 and 2 and 3. Deep cleaning, because you can deep clean in an hour. Good choice. No programs, personal training, or summer program planning is currently being scheduled. 
Each member upon visit will be asked a series of questions upon entering. County fairs. Mm. Are they all going to be shut down? They're outside, though. So at some point, but but there's some Six there's feet. a lot of buildings. Yeah. That state fairs are they going to be shut down? <laughs> Think of the revenue that's just going to be not not exactly for the states. Because this is of this. going to lead to a depression. Yeah. Well, because there's not enough money. South Dakota has already exhausted their uh, pool of money. I think it was ten million dollars or something in in loans, small business loans that South Dakota was ponying up for. Gone. It's already out, and they don't think they can get it back. Like they, they don't think they'll be able to replenish that fund. Well, yeah. So now what? Sales tax revenues are in the toilet. Gam gambling is down because that apparently that's where a lot of the money comes from. It, to me, all of this is ludicrous. It's one thing to say, you know what, you need to be careful. You guys need to, you know, be careful. But when you start putting it into law, ordinance, order by the government, there must be an enforcement at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the, the, the law has no value. So what's the enforcement? Yeah. And there's going to be there's going to be pockets where I have pockets the, in my pants. True. Th- thank you. But there uh there's going to be sheriffs that aren't going to um aren't going to enforce things. There's going to be states that aren't going to enforce things. And that's <clears throat> Yeah, I mean this is bad. And it's it's going to lead to bad things. So the, this town we're in, this studio that we record in, is in Millbank, South Dakota, the northeastern part of the corner of the state. I have a question. Hmm? Why Millbank? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> Why Millbank.com <laughs> is the uh, is the website. Okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> now, therefore, be it ordained by the city council of this town we're in. Effective at 11.59 p.m. May 3, 2020. Resolution 3-24-20 and Resolution 4-13-20 are hereby rescinded. Oh. All citizens and the visitors of the city of this town Holla. Will, continue, will continue to adhere to any current active and future executive orders issued by Christy Nome, the governor of the state of South Dakota. Number three, resolution 32420 and 41320 outlined certain restrictions on businesses that encourage mass gatherings of 10 or more people. The city of this Millbank, this town, hereby provides the following protocol for all restaurants, food courts, coffee houses, bars, breweries, clubs, cafes, and other similar places of public accommodation offering food and beverages for on site consumption including any alcohol licenses with on-sale privileges. Groups of more than one person should be limited to those residing within the same household. This, what we're doing, can't happen. Individuals or groups not residing within the same household should maintain six feet of spacing between serving and waiting areas indoor or outdoor. Is that fr- is that from the governor? Currently, the, no, the mayor. Currently, right now. Oh, jeez. 
Tables and bar stools should be spaced out such that a 36-square-foot radius exists from another group or individual. That's just six by six. To adhere to the six feet spacing from those not within the same household. CDC guidelines should be adhered to in in sanitizing serving areas and tables between customers, including but not limited to areas such as salad bars, buffets, video lottery machines, and other entertainment devices. Resolution 32420 and 41320 outlines certain restrictions on businesses that encourage mass gatherings of 10 or more people. The city of Milwaukee encourages all recreational facilities, public pools, health clubs, athletic facilities, and theaters, including skating rinks, casinos, bowling alleys, movie theaters, and music or entertainment venues to maintain the six-foot distance between individuals or groups that are not residing within the same household, similar to those outlined in item three. So... So the movie theater, how in the world are they supposed to make do? It wouldn't. Even, there's closed. no point in clo- in opening it, right? Because hmm? you're losing money every time you open up the doors. Yep, well, <laughs> they were anyway. Well, yeah, it was more of a hobby, <laughs> pretty much. But now it's worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, any violation of this resolution is subject to the general penalty provision in the revised Millbank Municipal Code, Chapter 1.16, Section 116.1010, which thir- I can't find. Up to 30 days in I can't jail. find. I don't know. Each day a violation of this resolution is allowed to occur is considered a separate offense. The resolution may be rescinded or amended as the COVID-19 pandemic situation warrants and shall be in effect for the duration of the COVID-19 state of emergency as declared by Governor Kristi Noem. So the end date of this is now at at the mercy of the governor. It Mm -hmm. could go on Mm -hmm. forever. Which it probably will. Yeah. Well, yeah. It depends. Yeah. If there's a steep drop-off, like in June... It's not going to happen. It's going to go up in the in our states. They're saying our peak... Listen to your Governor Walls. Our our state is... Our, our peak is coming. We're not even... We haven't reached it yet. Well, in, in Minnesota, there's been an explosion of cases, or has there? <laughs> there's a, I know. This is the problem. It's they're testing more people, right? So more people. So of course. And um, the latest situation report, um, it said, um, it said uh, there was um, uh, like 495 people have died in Minnesota. Period. Uh, it's across the board. I'm sorry, 508 <laughs> deaths due to COVID-19, but supposedly. But 407 of those were long-term assisted living facilities. So and you we know would tend to the aged. Yes. The and, aged. And um, I would bet you anything mm-hmm. that they are not tested and confirmed. Oh, ooh. They presumed. died. They had pneumonia. Ah, they died. It was presumed. But if COVID. you have congested, congestive heart failure, you can have pneumonia, you know. If you get the flu, you can have pneumonia. Yeah. Hmm. The peanut gallery had pneumonia. Ended up needing a heart, uh, nearly <laughs> a heart, some heart work. So in Minnesota, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Bing, um, a hundred and one people supposedly have died of COVID nineteen that were not part of a 
uh, um, congregate care facility. 101 people out of um, 9,400 testing positive. <clears throat> so, yeah. And 90, there's been 97,000 tests and 9,300 um, 9, um, total positives. So, uh, and that can't be... Is that <laughs> almost 10%? 10%, but all that, what does that mean? Um, I know where my wife works, mm -hmm. a worker tested positive. No, 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 that's just 1%. No, that's, that would that, be 10%. That's under, that would be 10%. How many positives? Nine, uh, 97,000 oh, tested. 97. Yeah. And how many positives? 9,300. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But where my wife worked, uh, there was somebody there tested positive, asymptomatic. Mm -hmm. So... But it also gives the number of hospitalized. Uh, let's see where. 1,460 hospitalized total. At, at some point. That's at not who's point. currently sitting in the hospital. Yeah. See, I, I wish they would lay out those numbers very clearly. Mm -hmm. Is the part that, yes, they maybe were in the hospital for a minute. I was talking to a... a, a medical professional in this town yesterday mm -hmm. and a lot of what the people need according to the uh medical people in the sioux falls area mm -hmm. a lot of what the people need is oxygen and so they would come into the hospital so they could get oxygen so they get admitted so so hospitalized so they could have oxygen yeah so what they're actually planning locally is they're setting up a protocol that if that's what people need they will bring it to your home good and then monitor you once a day at your home, which I think makes some more sense. Well, it totally so makes gonna sense. that's going to keep the hospitalization numbers down. Now, if old Jensen is right, your uh, representative over there, one of them, Jensen, I think, uh, they market as COVID and they start getting paid a lot more. The hospital. Now, the hospitals are hemorrhaging cash at the moment. And so, is this the way to... Uh, <coughs> wow yeah um I'm glad there's not a in one month yeah and, and the thing is I, I believe this is going to shutter rural hospitals well there's going to be a it's lot ha it has to yeah it will have to unless but here, here's the other thing they're going to um they're going to print so much money they're going to send out so much money. The national debt is going to go crazy. Well, at this point, does it matter? No, it doesn't. So, it doesn't. Okay, so, so here's, here's what I think should happen. My uneducated, I'm not an economist, all right? Right. <clears throat> Why doesn't the government remove all personal debt? Oh. All of it. Um. And and pay, I mean, sure, pay the banks a, a, a percentage. A, a, do a bankruptcy concept. So rather than full price, say we'll pay you uh, 70 cents on the dollar. Sure. For all mor mortgages, credit card, debt, gone. Uh, because then and one that, time, would, that would instantly devalue every home in America because none of the banks would issue mortgages. Um, on the other 
they also think um, every farm, every large farm requires financing in order to put in their crop. And to but that's only out. because they don't have capital. Exactly. Cash on hand. Exactly. And they're not going to because they might need a quarter of a million dollars. And who has a quarter of a million dollars? So you're going to effectively shut down all lending. And because um, they just, all the banks lost tons of money. And they're not going to lend for one thing. So what if, what if it was a know. one-to-one payoff? What do you mean? This straight of the value of the mortgage, the value of your loan, the the government's going to make money to give it to you to the bank, and and then it just becomes gone. Everyone starts off with a clean slate. They might have to do something like that, but then no one will. The lobbyists won't let them because then you don't. I, I don't know. Basically, our, the government the thing would is, have our, to become the bank. Okay. They are now. They're making money, giving it out. Are they not the bank, technically? No. And if it got to the point where you're constantly, where all you're doing is writing, uh, you know, printing money and mm-hmm. just writing checks, that's going to cause hyperinflation at a certain point. That'll destroy things. Well, but we're there, aren't we? Not hyperinflation. Well, but really, we're there. I mean, if we're talking six trillion dollars that they're adding just throwing into the market no we're no because and the reason uh, hyperinflation at a certain point becomes a uh a sociological thing a psychological thing where people look at it and go it's worthless no, it's like the, the ugandan shilling yeah or when i was over there Zimbabwe. it was it was almost two thousand to one yeah american dollars well i know so, two thousand shilling i was rich well <laughs> over there zimbabwe it was like Ten, tri- ten, yeah. ten trillion yeah. to a dollar, um, but at a, at a certain point, that would totally mess up, um, mess up our entire economy on how we do things. Everything. I mean, think right now that's everything. happened though, right? So well, it has, is, is it this hasn't not? Yet. But is this not the moment? If if we're down the road, this is our new normal. This isn't the moment. It it might come. It might come in a year from now. When thirty percent of the people are unemployed, or twenty-five or thirty percent of the people, well, are geez, unemployed. that's close now. Well, it is, but it's not permanent unemployment yet. Not yet. <laughs> right. I, I know that's yeah. what I mean. In a year, yeah. Um, like right now, you know, I've been on, I've been off of work for almost a month and a half because they shut down. Due yeah, to this. but right. I'm furloughed, mm-hmm. so it's not a permanent thing. Right. But who knows? Maybe. Maybe they'll contact me and say, hey, don't bother coming back. We're shutting down, you know, mm-hmm. sayonara snotwad. And then... They might say that even if they're not gender. Yeah. <laughs> um, at that point. But, you know, it would... They, if, if they just did, like, a debt jubilee across the board, mm-hmm. that would that would totally mess up our economy and the way our financial system and everything functions. Because it is designed for people to be in debt. Yes. Our, our system is built on that model. Yes. That people are indebted to some lender. And like like you, you pointed, there's no way the lobbyists and other mm-hmm. people would allow it. The, right. the, the other issue with it, it also generates moral hazard. Meaning, um, if I know that 
the government's going to wipe away all my debt. If I can borrow money, I'm going to borrow more than I can actually. If I knew that was a possibility, I would, you know, the average person might go, screw this, I'm going to go and I'm going to max out all of my credit cards. I'm going to do all Is this sort of thing. Is that not bankruptcy already, um, technically? Well, but people who wouldn't do that mm-hmm. because they would go into bankruptcy, mm-hmm. now if they if they wiped away all the debt, there's no bankruptcy there. Right. The government's just coming in and doing it. There's no a st- a no, stigma. No, no, no. But what I mean, oh, I see. Yeah, it doesn't feel bad. <clears throat> yeah, it's not, yeah. My point is, aren't we already? Haven't we just now set the precedent that the government is going to now dictate what we're allowed to do, and then it's going to then help us, help bail us out. Oh the yeah, stimulus oh, money. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This additional six hundred dollars a week in unemployment, if you can get it. I'm not saying they um, won't loans. do it. Do any of the stuff. Right, but. right. But I'm, I'm thinking. I just think we're already there. The precedent's already been set. The one thing that hasn't happened is they haven't told the banks to wipe out the mortgages. That that's the difference. Or to me that's the that's the piece that's missing. Yeah, but you you have the people in power too. Why wouldn't they want to enslave the people? Oh, good point. Absolutely. So the, if, Yeah, so it, it'll never happen. Yeah, it it'll never happen. But we did set the precedent that uh, I may not. Well, there's going to be, be another be able, bailout. Like, business is not necessarily a good choice. Right. Right. I think we talked about that last time. A little bit. <clears throat> I mean, at this point, I, I, I feel, I feel horrible for people graduating from high school. Why? Um, because what? Unless you're gonna go and be a mechanic or an electrician or something like a real job. <laughs> Maybe this is the 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 silver lining in all this. I mean, this is you don't know you have no idea what the future is mm-hmm. going to like there's tons of colleges that might not survive this. Yeah. Um so what happens if you're a junior in college? And you've been going there. Oh, man, and the school shuts down. And the school shuts down. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, this is is going to be, I predict, the Great Depression, too, in terms of how it fundamentally changes our society. Now, it might change it for the better. But I don't only think that we, we have the character. Only if we let it, yeah. right? Yeah, I, and I don't think that the people have, that the average person has character, um, especially when they have destroyed <laughs> the all morals. But but <laughs> yes. you've destroyed all the morals. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. And there's no such thing as right or wrong. Niall Ferguson, the guy who came up with the economist or the historian or whatever, came up the big model on how many people were going to die from COVID-19. He he was caught uh, breaking the quarantine to go have sex with uh, this married woman. Um, well, and it turns out that he has an open relationship with them and their family mm-hmm. and whatnot, and he resigned. Not because, because she doesn't have any problem with this, and her husband doesn't have any problem with this. He he resigned because he broke 
quarantine to go have sex with this woman. And it's not it's not a scandal. I mean, to some people it might be a little scandalous. Mm-hmm. But at what point that yeah. it's no big deal to have that type of relationship. And 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 we're at that point now. I mean, not quite to the not quite to the point where nobody cares, but it's it's outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um and it's across the board. So I I don't know uh, for in terms of the economy, in terms of our society, it, it's you know, 5 years from now there's going to be things. It's going to be 5 years from now we're going to get we'll, if we're around if Christ doesn't return, if we're still around um we're, there's going to be things that I can't believe, you know, if we were just catapulted ahead five years, we would go, wow, mm-hmm. I had no idea that would happen, mm-hmm. you know? Huh. This is true. And the David Allen show. <clears throat> yeah, that's for your look. It's a looking glass. I see Johnny and Stephen and Sally and Sue. The best part about that is no one has any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, on, <clears throat> Let's see. We haven't done uh, some local news for a while, so let's do that real quick, and then we'll wrap this show up. Okay. So this is uh, a little news uh, gathering. Um, Gathering. Yes, this from Entertainment News. Uh, President Trump has been praised by Americans on both sides of the aisle after signing an executive order preemptively banning the upcoming book in the Twilight series, Midnight Sun. Not on my watch, Trump said as he signed the order. We're making America great again, and a great America can't go back to the Obama years of unregulated twilight media pouring into the country. Under Obama, a flood of twilight movies was released. The former president was widely criticized for allowing the series to grow popular unchecked, though many pointed out that it was a problem he'd inherited from the Bush presidency. As part of the order, Trump had Stephen Meyer deported for, quote, treason and seditious acts. But I'm an American citizen, she cried. Stephanie, sorry. She cried as ICE agents threw her over Trump's mighty wall. Don't care, Trump said, shrugging. You try to release a Twilight book in America, you're a terrorist, plain and simple. (laughs) Trump's approval ratings immediately skyrocketed to an unprecedented 98%. <clears throat> this is real news, courtesy the Babylon Bee. <laughs> uh, one more. Th- this this from the health section. A massive, massive Asian murder hornet was named the president of Planned Parenthood today. The move came after Planned Parenthood realized the killer insect had the exact qualities they'd been seeking to take the company in the right direction. Namely, lots of murder. <laughs> The murder hornet entered Planned Parenthood headquarters around 10 a.m. yesterday, quote, just looking for an entry-level job, according to sources. But when leadership caught wind of the murderous hornet's employment interests, they jumped at the opportunity. 
It was a sign from our mother spirit, Margaret Sanger, explained former President Alexis McGill Johnson. But I called the murder hornet up to my office right away. She accidentally took the time to murder all six people in the elevator on the way up. A real go-getter. I had no (laughs) choice but to step down immediately and name her the new president. The murder hornet got right to work, outlining her basic murdering method and hiring on more murder hornets by the hundreds of thousands. All females, of course. It was late in the day, however, when things took a turn for the worst. The new president of Planned Parenthood caught wind of a controversial statement made by former President Alexis McGill Johnson about a week ago. Apparently, Johnson had mentioned that Joe Biden, a Democrat, should address sexual assault allegations made against him, a Democrat. These kinds of statements would not fly under the new leadership. Let's just say Alexis is no longer with us, said one of the few remaining non-insect staff members. This is the David Allen Show, davidallenshow.com. Real news today, uh, truth in media, courtesy the Babylon Bee. Any last thoughts before we get out of here? I like it. davidallenshow.com on the interweb, davidallenshow.gmail.com. Uh, if you have any anything, send this to your friends. Get it out there. Let's uh, let's make this thing let's let's make this thing famous or infamous. <laughs> hey, whatever it is. <laughs> I can't breathe. By dead by April, we're just gonna take us out today. DavidAllenShow.com. Have a great day. See ya. Right or wrong, doesn't matter now.